Hello everybody and thank you for listening to another episode of It's On Us Podcast. On this episode we have a very special guest joining the show, Mr. Luis Rivera. He runs a mobile mechanic business and he also runs a garage on the east side of Lorraine. We graduated high school with us so it was nice to check up with him to see how his business is going. So to find out more about Luis and his automotive mechanic business. Penny. Ooh. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I took, I took a shot with him. Get a little aggressive. Oh, yeah, he had a shot of Patron over at my house. You didn't pour it out? No, he uh, did not pour it out. Hmm. One time. Interesting. One time. One time. So welcome, everybody. It's another episode of IOE Podcast. I was told off mic that I had to bring us in today very aggressively by Clifton, and I just had... I didn't do anything I think he was more direct was, nah, than aggressive. It, I think we get tone, that very confused in this Yeah, it's a difference, though. The tone in his voice was very aggressive, in my opinion. Am I not allowed to be a strong male you, and assert not, myself? Nobody, nobody's questioning you how you assert yourself. You I was just like saying. You I was just saying. Powder Your puff. tone. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so, on today's episode, we we have not the whole crew. John out here, garage sailing. Catching deals. Gabe's taking mental health day. Which is important. I wish you the best, Gabe. Mm-hmm. Very important for us. But we got Cliff, Mr. Dove Chocolate on the show. Hey, hey, hey. And before we pass it on, I want to say RIP to Rochelle Montelion. Yes. Who passed yes. recently. And uh, condolences to you and your family and everything like that. Because not only do I post on Facebook walls, I want to make sure that the world hears it. RIP to you. That's Thank real. You, then we got Mr. Osh. Hello. Is that all? Hello. And then a very special guest. Special, special guest. I've been, I've been trying to This is my boy right here. I know him. But I've known him the longest. I knew him first. You guys. Oh, you, you might have <laughs> got, got me right there. Yeah. Like, I've been trying to get him on the show for a minute. Yeah. Really? I'm sorry. Nah. Well, I mean, he's in high demand, though. He can't <laughs> help it. Oh, no. I, he is in high demand. People <laughs> right. always need him to, like, you he know. He's the man around oh, town. Oh, the, the, the mechanic of the east side, Mr. Lewis Rivera. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome to the podcast, Lou. Appreciate you guys. Mm-hmm. Lou, so welcome to the show. Like What's I said, up? What's up? What's up? we've been trying to get you on here for a while, but um, kind of tell us a little bit who you are and what you do to start off. Well, uh, I got a uh, repair facility, but I do a mobile business. So um, I like to do the, uh, the at-home diagnostics, that convenience service. So I started it with that and, uh, you know, I uh, got this shop. And now I'm pushing out work. You guys got to excuse me. I'm a little nervous. No, no, you're good, man. Yeah. <laughs> you're good. You're yeah, doing great so far, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, not, not to cut you off, but, like, from... I seen that you started your business, and mm-hmm. you was like... I'm like, yo, I like that it's mobile because, like, a lot of people are always at work, and I'm like, I don't got time to go get an oil change. I'm like, yo, pull up on my car, do an oil change for me. He's like, all right, but just cash at me, Venmo, whatever the service is. I'm like... It's extremely convenient, though. Right. So with that being said, that brings me to a question. What sparked the idea of you bringing that idea to our local area? Like, did you just see, like, that being in demand or well, something? Well, um, I, uh, I just kind of, I was, I had to grab this job mm-hmm. that I knew that I knew how to do very well. Right. And I wanted to push it to its max. And I knew that I couldn't get the overhead for it mm-hmm. because I had to start from somewhere. Right. And I... I was like, you know, I got all this, all these tools, and I mean, they gotta fit in a van. Mm-hmm. So I thought about the mobile idea, and I, I wasn't the first guy because there's there's a guy named uh, Matt Tabers. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. He's not my mechanic, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, that uh, automotive 
side. I wanted to to, to push it and uh, make a a career out of it that mm-hmm. I've seen for myself at the moment. Right. And then wrong with that. So you decided to be a little innovative. Like you know what? I got to get a start somewhere. And you started with an innovative idea. You brought your business to people. And I think that's very dope because, you know, most businesses, you got to come to them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like Ash said, most people ain't got the time to do that. So that's no. cool that you uh, revolutionize the game, like coming out the gate. Yeah, and that's way. one of those things like you learn in high school too, like auto body shop. You you were a part of that, yeah, right? Yeah, I did that. So you remember program. going through that? Like, did you ever imagine like, okay, I get out of school, try to figure out what I'm going to do. But like, this is something I learned early on, like a trade in a sense that I can use throughout my whole life. Yeah. I, that's definitely exactly what it was too, because I, I, my dad does it like he's done it all his life. It's the like what he went to school for, mm-hmm. and everybody in my family was kind of t- geared towards that. They've always just took things apart, put it back together. Okay. And uh, I knew that you know uh, that that's where I wanted to go with with working on cars. You mm-hmm. know, I, I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. My bad, mm-hmm. man. I was I'm too nervous. <laughs> yeah, you good. And it's all right to like shake it out, cause like even like when you first meet somebody, like you know how you've been to college before, Jacob, right? Yeah, Maybe, a couple times, know. four times, couple times. Sorry, four different yeah. times. So like some of the games, games they would do is like icebreaker games, just to get you warmed up and loose to like conversate with people. So like, I, I mean, yeah. You know what's funny about that? I stole this joke. I forget the movie it off the top of my head, but I stole this joke as an icebreaker whenever I want to meet new people. Mm-hmm. Um, the joke goes, "How much does a uh, polar bear weigh?" Somebody asked, well, I don't know. I don't know. Just enough to break the ice. How you doing? Man? <laughs> 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 yeah, and then you like, collectively you know I mean? laugh, and it's yeah, like, okay. Exactly. exactly. Once you get through that first part, you get a collective laugh. And I was like, man, I like that so mm-hmm. much because it's witty. Yeah. You can't say nothing wrong against that. And people think you're funny off the rip. So I think, you know, that's a great. And then they get to know you, and there's like, he's not too fucking funny mm-hmm. enough. So yeah. again, just think of uh, everything you're doing as the polar bear breaking the ice right now. Okay. Yeah, ain't nothing I got wrong with you, that. Man. So, like, question for you, though. Like, so is this your passion? Uh, no. No? <laughs> what's your passion? Yeah, then what's your uh, passion? This is, this is a drive, man. This is something that I know how to hustle up. Like, uh, right. I know that I'm really good at it, and I can, um, I can take advantage of it, and I can build from it. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that it's, it's going to, it, it, like, I can elevate it to mm-hmm. a level where it can sustain itself, mm-hmm. and I can try to pursue something that, you know, is, is greater there's time, you know, it's of the essence. Like, mm-hmm. You want to take advantage of some things before, you know, it all perishes. Yeah, because this sense. is like, this is something that like, you can do all year long. People mm-hmm. need new tires, all new, especially in rotors, right struts, whatever it is, like mm-hmm. you need a, there's two things in life you need. You need a good barber and a good mechanic. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. That's that a is fact. a fact. And just connecting the dots from what you've been saying, it sounds like, you know, Engineering runs in your family. I'm not just going to kind of like you mechanic. You guys yeah. are engineers, so it's something second nature to you, and that's why you, you like you just said, you can take advantage of it. You can use it, mm-hmm. and it's your drive right now. But what's something like you know when you're not using your drive? What is something that you like to do off to the side that really brings you happiness? Because most people would defy like what they do on the side that they naturally do voluntarily is like their passion. I do think, you have something like that? No, I think right now I'm still waiting on uh, figuring out the purpose. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm figuring out my purpose. And uh, okay. I know that the, the my purpose right now is exactly what I'm doing. And that's but, good. And there's something else that's out there because I know I'm not fulfilled. It just doesn't feel fulfilled yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I think that's a beautiful thing in a weird way, though, because it's like, 
you know for a fact your story ain't done. It's far from done, mm-hmm. and you know there's a next chapter eventually. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of exciting. That's pretty dope to know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, To be in that position. What's up, Jacob? I see you got your hand. I raised my hand. Yeah, like he's Yeah, we're still in school to him, so. so. Succession. But, like, I don't think a lot of people know you actually started your business during the pandemic. Oh, really? I didn't know that. So, could you, like, give us some insight about? I remember all these things from our past conversations. And that's dope. So, he's been collecting questions. So, (laughs) how, how was that experience? And what do you think about that particular experience made you? built for this is I so guess pretty much how term. did that mold you yeah how did that mold yeah you? i think i think uh it put me in a tight position man like uh i like i said man i had to think of something that i knew that i could do and i tried jumping around jobs i tried the sales at like AutoZone. i tried the uh, sales in new cars and parts and it wasn't it, the money just wasn't there for me it's always just kind of been on in cars and i know that i could make money off of fixing cars so i mm-hmm. right i just Put the box in the back of the truck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I know where to source the parts from. I can do yeah, it myself. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you cut out the middleman. You actually had to drive a good distance to buy your truck, right? Yeah, I think I drove out to, um, I think it was Michigan. I drove to Michigan to go pick it up. It was uh, a couple hours away. Uh, but uh, I can't remember what county it was. But it, I was looking for a clean truck because it needed to be representable when I, the day I wanted to decal it. You know, right. mm-hmm. I didn't want to pull up in some hoopty or something that was... And I was, man, honestly, I was blessed to get something that clean so close because I was already thinking, like, dang, I got to go down south to get something clean. Wait, the one you pulled up in? No, the Transit. I don't oh, know, yeah, the, yeah, the no. other Ford. Not the, the Honda I just picked up, for, and that's going to be, like, a, a mobile um, business as well, like mobile vehicle. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping to get a fleet going together one day. Because oh, you only Luigi's have one vehicle fleet. right now? It's two. I got two? I, I got two, but I'm just one person. Okay. So I'm just building up the assets right now, tools, the uh, the the trucks, the, the he's building you know. a foundation, right? And yeah. eventually, people yeah. you trust to go off with those tools and yeah. truck and like put out good work and represent your brand yeah. at a high level. And that's and, dope. And the hardest part is like starting, but you already done that. Yeah, actually, that was the easiest part, bro. See? The hardest part is actually sustaining it, mm. like come, having that will to keep that drive and keep going at it because mm. you gotta wake up every day to keep doing it. Like, I, I can't back out of it. If I back out of it, you know, the rent coming up next month, like <laughs> heard, that. that overhead ain't, it's just crazy. Let that be the motivator right there, yeah. You yeah. don't wanna get thrown out and start from ground zero, Not but then even. you even gotta learn from those failures though. Even if you like something were to happen, you'd be like, okay, I, I went this far the first time. Let me collect the data from before, revamp it, watch mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. It sounds like pretty much he put his own feet to the fire and he ain't taking them off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That's all that there's, a, there's a drive behind it, man. I get as far as away from my past and build that new legacy for the kids, you know? There they, you go. they don't know nothing about the past or nothing, so you just build whatever you can for the future for them. Right. All, all they know is I was born in Lorraine. And the world's my oyster, so I can go anywhere at this point. My yeah. dad does this, so I know I can go anywhere. Exactly. Pretty much, they don't judge you, like you said, your past on you. It's like what you've been doing currently all their life. Like, yeah, man, my dad or was a hard worker too. They're not going to see the struggle or know the struggle because you exactly. built you built that too far away from you know ever trying to go back because you don't want to go back. You just kind of want to keep pushing forward. Mm-hmm. I guess that's a question for like parents. Like, say you come from the struggle, how do you like? 
you're not in a struggle anymore yourself individually but like how do you teach your kid to be humble even though they haven't come from that struggle man that's crazy do you want to answer first i got yeah Go because i can't say i grew up in struggle because i had a pretty good childhood growing up i you know my mom i i had an interpretation of what my parents made but they had their own mm-hmm. but like my whole thing is for, for you know for me to raise my kids it's like look i got a six-year-old daughter I go about a different way with her because, you know, I met her eight years when she was eight years old. So I got to take a different approach. Mm-hmm. I can't do what I'm going to do with Parker with her. Mm-hmm. You more so on the assist side. Just help right, her. Right, right. Yeah. But it's like for Parker, it's like, look, bro, you can be gone like that. Mm-hmm. Just like that. No, no questions. Nothing. Just gone. So you got to learn just to like, you're lucky you have that. Like, mm-hmm. I know he's three, about to be four. He won't always understand that right now. What? It's like, bro, you know if you listen, you're going to get good things. You know if you don't listen, you're going to get bad things. You can repeat it. Mm-hmm. Right. Still do dumb shit. Right. Because but at least you are getting the grasp of it early. Definitely, definitely. Because um, not that I came completely from struggle, because I was raised in a two-parent household. I grew up right around the corner from you, so you know mm-hmm. for a fact I can't cap about my upbringing. Best childhood ever. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. We had hard times, mm-hmm. but for the most part, I don't really remember bad times too much. But, like, it is difficult to raise a child. I'm sorry, Jacob. In uh, this new day and age, because like I don't want my kid to grow up and experience what I experienced, because I experienced a lot, mm-hmm. exactly. and it shaped me into being a very strong, disciplined, and just like you know, I know where I'm going type person. And I guess the challenge with these new kids, because you know they're being raised with technology and everything, um, and everything's just so different. Given things, man, and that too, they're given everything. You have to like <laughs> my daughter's on my butt about a phone. Man. I'm like she's in, she's in uh, third grade. She's going on third grade. She's talking about every kid in her class got a phone. She want a phone. I'm like. You ain't getting the phone. You see what I mean? <laughs> and it's just like, it's how actually you, like, why does she, she don't want a need phone? It. She yeah. don't need it. If anything, I get her to watch where she could make the phone, five phone calls. You get there the you GPS go. tracking on it and everything. That's mm-hmm. what I got. I get that. Simple. Yeah, I, that, that's what you can get. <laughs> Let her crawl before she walk, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Because these kids are, one, trying to grow up fast. And you're yes. not. And it's hard to give them any real taste of reality that you have. Because the reality we had, if we give them any of it, they're traumatized. And it might be ruined. So, mm-hmm. I guess yeah, that's the one thing—the exposure, the exposure mm-hmm. that you 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 give them. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of exposure on the internet, man. Yeah, and you try to parental control it, but bro, it'll that just, just get through work. there. Yeah, it'll yeah. just get through there. So it's just like it's, just, just, it's designed to be that way. <laughs> so the best thing that I try to do is like I always just like with my kids enforce, and yes, I use the word enforce, just like uh, foundational things that my uh, people gave me, like all my elders gave me, just be respectable, be mm-hmm. this, be that. And when I just see them acting out of character, I just tell them why. I even give them a little lesson behind it, even a story sometimes, shit like that just so they can really get it because again trying to use what we were raised on it ain't gonna shape these kids bro it look good. it ain't gonna work Parker was like was being aggressive today cause he woke up at like 5.30 trying to hit his mom I was like bro I would yoke your ass up if I ever see he woke see up you. at 5.30 God yes. bless your soul no he was that babysitter oof yeah but I looked at him. I said, "If you, I ever see you do some dumb ass shit like that again, I will take you to the." See, at 12. that point, you just drop kick him one time. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, "Listen, that's not going down." Oh, oh trust me, I can't wait till my son old enough because he already aggressive. I know me and him gonna go hey, at Parker at some is, point, yeah. but I can't wait. Parker fights dirty, bro. Who be biting you and shit like that? But as we talk, you know, we're we're boy dads. You 
You you're a different breed. Yeah, yeah man. What's it like being a girl? Dad? You a girl? Dad? It's what's hard, it like being a girl, bro. Dad? It's hard, especially with like you said, like being so trying to be so strong and disciplined and everything. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to see about how it is I can be more soft. You gotta like, be more gentle with the yeah, girls. Like you I can't, can't let like, alone like try to brush her hair, uh, you know, soft. Like it's all rough. Like every uh, every movement of mine is like. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, so used to turning wrenches. I need PP blasters. Forty. I gotta break it loose before you know I can. Right, right, right. Man, it's crazy. I'll be feeling bad for him, but I'm trying. Like you know how to. Mm-hmm. All right, it don't need that much pressure, Lewis. Like, just lay off the brush a little bit. <laughs> you know, you ain't got to hold this so tight. <laughs> you know, you can see my daughter's head, not my, uh, like, moving back yeah. and forth. Like, trying, I'm like, damn. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, bad. It's what? The, dad, just stop. Just, just stop. It's good enough. <laughs> I'm so yeah. weak right now. My yeah. oldest is like that. She'll grab the brush. It's okay. I'll do it. All right. I, got, I, got, I get it. Dad, just stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay. Dad, make me one be independent. I'm trying, I'm trying to get a, uh, you know, like, the hair thing going, like, trying to. You know, uh, learn how to braid, braid or ponytails. You Some, know, like well, I know how to do a ponytail, but yeah, man, I catch carpal tunnel trying to do a braid. <laughs> he said I work at cars, but I catch carpal tunnel do a braid. <laughs> so those are all the struggles. Hey of man, being. you <laughs> catch some finger movements, man. They worse than spirit fingers. <laughs> so those are the struggles of being a girl dad. What's some of the best things about being a girl dad, though? Oh man, the love, the, the infinite amount of love they can give. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's just. A, the hugs, like, oh, man, like, it's just hard to explain. Their smile will brighten up your day. Right. It, it don't matter what it is. And the joy, like, the random moments that they'll give you, like, it's just, I think just being a dad in general is amazing. Mm-hmm. The, the energy is, like, I would imagine way different. What, what What's a memory that you've had with one of your kids, like, if you even thought you maybe get Alzheimer's someday and, like, forget a lot of shit, what's one thing you know for a fact you'll never forget because that moment was, like, so special to you with one of your kids? Probably being born nine times out of ten, everybody says that. Man, it was scary, Will. My first one was scary. Oh, really? Yeah, man. Like, I, it's the more traumatizing than anything for, like, a first-time dad. Like, uh, she wasn't breathing. She was purple when she came out. I guess she swallowed that ambiotic fluid. Yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah, swallowed yeah, yeah. that, and then she had to get oh, sent out to Cleveland. She was there for, like, a week. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was bad. It, it was not a good experience. The second one, yeah, I loved it, but... The first one was I was just scared. bawling, scared, man. Like woo. no, I get it because I cried. My baby, my baby mom, she um almost died during because I'm a first time dad too. Uh, she, during our uh, delivery because like her stomach, her stitches ripped back open. She had oh, a C-section man. and doctors came in like three of them. And they were trying to push that shit back, close and stitch her up at the same time. It was nuts. It was scary. It was it scary. Is. It was like nine doctors around this crib too, the inc- the incubator. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. Yo, anxiety like somebody fucking do something. Y'all got yeah, white coats I didn't on. Know what was going on, man? Somebody. They was talking about some code, and I'm like, what code? Oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's scary. Childbirth ain't easy. It's mm-hmm. not. It ain't like the movies where you know they push, mm, come out. Nah. So Jacob, what, like what was your childbirth like? Yeah, what was it like for Parker? Yeah. Well, did you push real hard, or he like came out? <laughs> did Shanta break your hand? Because Jamie almost broke mine. So, I, I, that's no, actually, actually I lie. It's an eventful night, actually, because mm-hmm. COVID was. This out. is how we changed Parker's name at last minute. So, well, she got induced, you know, <laughs> at the hospital all damn day, mm-hmm. all damn day. Like, it was so fucked up. People called me fucked up for me and Taylor were hungry. Taylor wanted to see her mom. You know, they can't eat once they induce that labor. 
Me and Taylor took some Taco Bell up there in front of her. Yeah. I, oh, is, I got. That is. I got up. slack. But guess what? People looked at me. Like her friends looked at me as they ate my Taco Bell in the room. They said, "That's messed up." I said, "Life's messed up." Do you want some? I said, "I said life's messed up." I said, "It's not my." She, Jacob. She's my Jacob. Oh yeah. Fucked up. Oh yeah. <laughs> fucked up. Oh, I know. I, I didn't say it wasn't fucked up. Like I said, I couldn't go in the room with my baby mom. I couldn't hold her hand, but I definitely didn't eat till she ate. You know who brought us food? John did. So John's shout out to real John. One. Hey, he brought us McDonald's. Hey, he's, he's a real, real one. So, anyways, fast forward into the night. I'm chilling. We waiting. It's ten o'clock. All right, shit's about to pop off. Her doctor came. I'm talking to her doctor about where she lives and shit. Chopping it up, you know. Her mom comes in the room. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, Chanda told me the story why y'all changed the name. So, that's funny. So, her mom kind of like came there came there slightly buzzed mm. is the nice way to say it. She was celebrating early. Gotcha. And so, she goes through the whole process. He's born like the first five, no, two minutes. She said the name that we were going to name him like a billion times. What was, oh, the, yeah. what was the name? Oh, yeah. He's Maverick. He looks like a Maverick for sure. <laughs> Maverick. Oh, yeah. I like the for, name Maverick. And then, like, she said it so many times to so where, like, I legit got she pissed off. She washed that shit out early. I got pissed. So she looked at me. She's like, you just want to wait till tomorrow to name him? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I was pissed. She was pissed. But my mom ended up bringing us Arby's that night too, so she could eat, and I ate again. So you ate twice. Oh yeah, but What's you it? ate before. That, that's yeah. still messed up. Wow. You were eating for two. I got you. Jacob. I've been eating for two since. <laughs> um, we don't go to that. Should we had KFC that night? <laughs> oh, y'all had KFC. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's always fast food. I see. That's the theme. Man. That's quick, <laughs> quick, easy, stuff like that. But no, that's crazy. I, I hope one day I get to experience that. I don't know what food I will have, but. Oh, you will. Yeah. I give it like, I give you and sell. I'm going to put a cap on it. I give it three years. In <laughs> three good. years, y'all going to probably want something. That's fine. I, I can take that. Probably in the meantime. Because by the time you're 32, yeah, you're like, have fun, man. 50 Enjoy when he's, he meantime, or she is 18. Mm-hmm. I give it till 32 because you're going to look at that 50 line and be like, yeah, I need to. Start busting these motherfuckers For, out. 48. <laughs> when Parker graduates high school. 45, 46. So you guys so are still young be, parents, though. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I'm going to be done. That's why. Think of that age. Like 48, 50. <laughs> I'm 30 now. Like, it's been a blessing to get this. Yeah. Right. Another like 18. Growing up, it's yeah. crazy. Because have you thought about it? Like, what age will you be when your daughters are 18 and graduated and stuff? Oh. I will be, yeah, 40, 48. 48? Yep. I'll be the youngest here. I'm going to be turned up at 45, 36. <laughs> but as you, like, <laughs> take a, even a glimpse into that, you know? You run your, your small business. Do you got any, like, I guess, like, first I want to say, do you got any, like, funny stories? Like, you pull up to a job and you, like, it's something so simple of a fix to where it's, like, you, you feel bad to charge them or it's, like. I mean, man, I take a lot of, like, things that I'll knock out for free, to be honest. Like, if it, it doesn't take me more than 10, 15 minutes, like, I ain't got to break nothing loose. Like, I'll just be like, you know, just go ahead, you know. Like, I'll replace a fuse or something. Like, sometimes I don't see a sense in, like, just having to charge that. Like, you know, like, if it was that something that simple, you know, you looked out, you did, a, like, a like a good deed for the day. I do a lot of good deeds, though. Exactly. Mm-hmm. A, lot, a lot of good deeds. Have you ever heard of the term honest mechanic? Yeah. Yeah. You you are one. You I try to be, man. I try to be, though. I learned that term from my mom. I said, Mom, what's an honest mechanic? Like, what do you mean by that? 
Cause she's like, just, can't trust I'm a whole lot of them. She's like, just a mechanic no, that, no, like... I've seen a lot, too, man. Like, shit, I've walked my whole vehicle with him, and he's just, like, very open, like, oh, this, you... Yeah. Yeah. He said, about six months to get that fixed. When we press this, maybe now. You know, I, t- I, s- I sold the car to a guy, and I told him that he had about a year and a half on the clutch, and he's had the car for about two years. And he's like, man, you're spot on with the clutch thing, because it's about that time. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, knowledge. So, um... You didn't go to school. You didn't like go to college or anything for. Well, I did. I did a lot of online college because, like, right out of high school, man, I had to get to work. <coughs> I had to jump straight to work in. Right. I had to move out of my parents' house. So I was like, yeah. It's not that I had to. It's just actually, you know what? I I had to. You know, mm-hmm. we, we we could talk. Uh, but you know, uh, we graduated high school and stuff, and I uh, I moved forward with a uh, with a girlfriend. Right. And uh, mm-hmm. I had the 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 apartment or whatnot, but we had to hustle every single time to keep the apartment, you know? Yeah. So, uh, what's the question? It was like a, it's like a climbing ladder in a sense. Yeah. Like, you know, get out of school, figure out what you want to do. Yeah, I asked you if you went, like, you went to online school or you did some programs? Exactly. Yeah, I did uh, uh, Bowling Green of Firelands. I did that for Human Resource. Then I did the, um, the Penn Foster program for, um, for uh, automotive, like, diploma then I, I've had, oh man, I've had probably like 15 years of automotive experience just with new used cars, junk cars. Like, I, man, I've, <laughs> I've done a lot of crazy stuff and most of the That's stuff random. that I've heard uh, is, uh, or most of the stuff that I've learned is through hands-on. Things mm-hmm. that, you know, like the book won't show you or troubleshoot. It's only going to teach you like so much. Like experience is the best teacher. Like get mm-hmm. out there and fuck some shit up and then fix it. And then you see like, okay, shit. I know not what to do and what not to do. What I respect about your journey is like you purposely chose to fly. It's not like your parents forced you out. It's not like circumstance did. You chose yeah, to get out there on your own. It's life, man. Like I was trying to pursue that, I guess, like trying mm-hmm. to get out there. So, uh, man, I, I made that move. And, man, I was jumping jobs, man. It was uh, really a hustle, man, like trying to find the, the right place you wanted to be. You'd work eight-hour shifts. Right. There's days you'd go in, and you're like, man, like this ain't it. Right. This ain't cutting it. I don't feel like being here. Mm-hmm. I heard like, that. But it's so interesting, like, hearing you say all that and hearing all your job hopping because in a weird-ass way, you – you were laying the foundation for this before you even had the idea. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's a, man, it's crazy. Like, how I think back to everything, it just feels like it's something that's been, like, Looming slowly, forever. yeah, it's been building up. So now it's like what you guys are saying. Like, uh, I'm starting to build the foundation. Like, this is my second year, so this is going to be year two that mm-hmm. I've moved into. And uh, I, it's a, it's time to start laying the foundation, the structure of the business and where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. In, in the next 20 years, hopefully. And the best thing about having a business is, like, the first five years as an entrepreneur, you're still figuring out. You don't become a, like, full-blown entrepreneur. Like, you can out the gate, but, like, first five years is, like, all learning experience. Yeah. You're getting references. There's a, there's, there's a lot to learn, too, man. Yeah. Yeah. And what I respect is you're a true visionary, whether you know it or not, because even just with the way you talk, like you said, you're already looking at the next 20 years. You're yeah. not looking at the next year five years, 10 years, you're talking 20 years. Yeah, so yeah. the fact that you already know that you want to have longevity with this, I hope a lot of people who are entrepreneurs or up and coming mechanics or whatever you're doing in life, understand in order to be a true visionary or somebody who's going to have a sustainable business, you have to think super duper long term. It's never going to come in the immediate. 
Yeah, and I, I've always, man, like, I got a buddy that will know that me and him, we always have conversations about, like, what we're doing the next five years. Mm-hmm. And it's always been something that I've always been ahead of. Right. And it's been a blessing to be ahead of it because, you know, you work hard to be, you know, to try to get to where you're at. And it just coincidentally just falls earlier and it, you, it like, prevails at the end. So it's crazy how it just kind of works. Mm-hmm. So And that's why having a vision pays off. I want to double back to your settlement because... I was thinking as you were talking. I do that a lot. I think a lot because I'm smart. Really? I'm glad that I inspire you. Thank you. So we talked last week, two weeks ago, when I picked up my truck. Talking about you a one man job right now. You mm-hmm. like you get helpers throughout the day. Yeah. And stuff Sometimes like that. I get good help that'll come in and help but me. But you don't have a salad number two. No. We you don't get that one day. We already know. Yeah. But like. How you said that you were, like, looking at different people or thinking about doing something with JVS and stuff like that. Yeah. Dude, the sky's the limit for you. Like, you you could literally do Luigi's. I wanted to be a roadside assistance in a sense. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if it was something like AAA and you paid a subscription, but you got exclusive appointments from your mechanic when you broke down? Yeah, like, oh, that's you get you get you get your tow truck from Luigi's Repair. He's gonna go pick you up because you broke down. Man. I mean, within limits, you know, there's got to be an exception to how far hey, you'll go. Your I'm travel. A, I'm gonna say yeah. you right now. Don't say too much more on the mic. That is a futuristic. <laughs> idea. That's, a, that's something say that you write that down and yeah. you like look at that I've, daily. Man, I, man, that's 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 the 20 years that I've been trying to tell you. Like that's the, <laughs> that's the vision. If I if I had the network, bro, I I put mm-hmm. us all on because that's the type of guy I am. Though. And I believe it. I just don't want one of these companies my accident stumble across oh, like yeah. this they gotta work <laughs> they gotta they gotta work hard man because this shit ain't easy busting these cars out hell yeah I heard that. like you they speak. they come in they come in you don't even see them like <laughs> i drive into work on a monday i got a car sitting with no tire just sitting back there like you know i'm like dang where'd this come from right like, you know that I, shit was funny as hell but yeah. no, that, that idea that you just said though that was futuristic that's genius yeah that's next level genius right like, there or just an apprenticeship program because like, like that's that's the idea because i know that i'm gonna run through people and i figured that jvs somebody put me onto that actually my dad did he was he uh he told me he's like why don't you go to vocational school somebody was looking for students like right or students that are looking for jobs right after they graduate so you can you know you get trial and errors with the you know their work ethics and all this other stuff that you need to look for with people you got a brochure for your for your job yet no man i got you because i was going to say uh a lot of the business that i drop off and deliver parts to actually hire a lot of jvs people like vtd systems they nice. like they get some of yeah. their people from their sae right next door get some people yeah come it's, a, their it's work. a good idea and yeah. that'll probably help me you know with all the work that i'm getting because i'm still learning how to structure the business itself mm-hmm. like that's why this like when i started the business up i just instantly thought I just got to fix these cars. I didn't think about anything that I had to structure business-wise in the back end, like the office stuff, or, you know, keeping track or scheduling and things like that. Because sometimes when uh, when you're working on these cars, things happen and they, they either too, it prolongs itself. So right. like the mobile business isn't structured all the way completely, but I want to make it to where it's going to be like a one hour max mobile service. So okay. it'll be like the light diagnostics, brakes and rotors and like oil changes so I can still do that and then like anything over an hour would be like either towed or brought to the shop to get worked on that, makes that sense. way it doesn't since it's only me at at the time or right now um, I'm gonna make it to where uh, I try to keep it scheduled for the one hour max and then all the work anything access would be just at the shop because 
it'll get crazy and closing down the shop to go work on an hour job possibly more right. it'll, it'll just cut you from making potentially more money at the shop exactly mm-hmm. yep yep so yeah, and anybody who listening to this who's an inspired mechanic, man, you see, you hear this guy, man. Yeah, it's a good I'm, man to work hey, for. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that that I can build it correctly so that I can pay somebody correctly. Exactly. Because the last thing I want to do is feel how I felt while I was working all the way up, mm-hmm. and I want to be able to pay somebody correctly, like based on their experience or the hourly rate. Like you know, this is the money you get, whether it be flat rate that you you know if it is or hourly, you know. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that money's gonna be there at the end, because that's the one thing that I'm learning too is that you know. Uh, you you want to make it people feel like you know they worked and they you know they feel accomplished as well. And their quality of life will reflect the work that they do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so I guess like advice for entrepreneurs in a sense: <clears throat> talk to more entrepreneurs that yeah. are doing stuff. Because you can always grab from what somebody else is doing. Resources are always free if you know who to talk to. Yeah, yeah. And right, I've been right. learning. I've been learning a lot with that because like I don't know if you know, man, but I feel like a lot of the t- 2011 class that we graduated Different. with. Like, bro, they're, they're like genius. Yeah, they're, shit. yeah, they're a bunch of motivating, pushing entrepreneurs, bro. They're all trying to get out there and grind. Yeah. We're you like know? the, we're the older generation, like revamped to like a whole progressive. Like, we're just diff- We're just built different. They incubated us for greatness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically, is, like we're, we're built next, for this. Though this like, is that next step. I mean, we saw it all. To be honest, like you yeah. know, from you know the cell phones with the green screens, the this, <laughs> this touch screen. You know, we that's why I always make this analogy about us. Like, you know, our kids, like, you know, they're engulfed in technology. Technology is kind of like our distant cousin or brother. Like, you technically, like, and it's like our little cousin or brother because, like, we watched you birth. Like, we've been in control yeah. of you this whole time. We felt like I mean? on the perfect era of when everything started to kind of like just yeah. forming. And yeah, we can live without it. Like, oh, uh, shut the hell up. Yeah, technology. Exactly. I'm like, I'm about to unplug you. We I'm, have that mentality because yeah. we were on the forefront of it. I'm, put, I'm fighting that though I'm like trying to build that mentality separate myself from my phone right now because it's always constantly going that's why I had to get a personal because I found myself consumed by my phone so just trying to pay attention and try to give mm-hmm. the, these estimates like working off of work mm-hmm. it just didn't work so out so do you have a assistance I uh, man I just uh, I just got my sister to help me because it, it, it just it gets way out of hand and I, I lose track and when I should be writing stuff down I'm not because my mind was already working on a car or when I was already in the middle of a car I had to stop what I was doing to go answer the phone so it just a lot of time and I you know that isn't being utilized correctly on my end mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. that's like what I'm learning uh, so I got my sister right now she's helping me uh, doing the scheduling so I'm hoping that you know I'm teaching her she's teaching me but hopefully that I'm gonna get the uh, the whole organization part down. Even if I gotta go to like night school or something, I was thinking about doing an accounting program or something. Mm-hmm. Just to like help you balance things yeah. out because your piece is over everything that yeah. you're doing. Not not only that, but like I've heard so many horror stories with accountants lately, and it's like from people who have had businesses for a lot of years where they got jipped for sixty thousand or hundreds of thousands of dollars, and the IRS don't care; they want their money back. So mm-hmm. they're they're telling you, you know. Pick who you have very closely monitoring your money or touching, having access. Right. So on that end, I mean, you know, it's like I'm waiting on like a, a God-given person, like just out of nowhere, like, yo, I, he just happens to be on uh, um, an accountant, a CPA certified one, too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, in the meantime, teach your daughters how to be accountants, 
engineers, yeah, scientists, that, that's, that's whatever. Exactly. The, I, I want to push them or elevate them to a higher, you know, surrounding. Like not not just the circle that my, that I, I probably have been raised in, but in a, in a newer circle, a bigger circle, a circle with opportunity. You know, because mm-hmm. man, it, it's endless for them. Yeah, it's scary for the elevate. It's scary for next generation though, because pretty soon they're going to be born into the metaverse, which yeah. is yeah. deeply I'm just, engulfed. I'm just in scared like, for the next generation. Like, man, I don't know what it's going to be like. I don't man, know. I, I got mixed emotions about it because like they don't give a fuck, but they give a fuck. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they, they just to don't. a degree, like they're very emotional based, like driven. Like if their emotions make sense to it, they're going to do it. But like, I don't know. They need our assistance. Right. Definitely. That's why it's so important to keep them in uh, the STEM fields, science, uh-huh. technology, engineering, and Math. mathematics, so that way they can work with all that shit, and hopefully technology don't engulf them. They can work with it's it. It's funny that you said that, though. What? Like how you said that the generation below us is, like, oversensitive and stuff like that. Hypersensitive. Uh, yeah, I, bet you hyper. baby, I bet you the baby boomers thought that about us. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. We got we got a lot of them. I was uh, gonna say we kind of got like everything that your kid your kid get an ass whooping. Yeah. With a switch. No. Or a chancla. Yeah. Or a see, spoon. You, I got a spoon. Or extension cord or whatever they can get their hands yeah, on. Yeah, man. No, they don't. They don't know that switch though. Like I, I don't know. Lie in this it's a, it's a, fucked up, but like. In my family, I know a few kids who used to get whooped with extension cords like, either in the bath or right after their bath. Man, during yeah. the bath, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> they pull you know that poof. You know what yeah. wet skin feel like, the leather and oh my shit God. like that? My dad had a belt that was, it had mechanic on his side. I still remember it to this day, man. He caught me one time in the shower. That's, that's what made you, huh? Mm. Mechanic. <laughs> 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 Boy, that shit was hot too, man. That's what made you. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, and that ass whooping saved my life. I tell you that much, like, because I could have been doing. I, that's what I'm working on right now. It's like not being so disciplined, but learning how to communicate more. Because mm-hmm. this is a generation of communication, so we need to communicate more. So I'm like mm-hmm. trying to learn how to not. Not yell or use yeah. a certain tone of voice. Yeah, yeah. and there's different like I oh, guess like I, I tricks, like psychology tricks. Like I heard like if you whisper to kids, <laughs> that helps them like be more attentive to like what you're saying. Like instead of focus. constantly get, right, so yelling all the time. Like, like what is he saying? Yeah, hold on, what? Oh, well, they don't know what they did wrong. If we're yelling yeah. too, we gotta make them understand. So that's yeah. one of the things I'm working on right now is trying to get my daughter to understand that it's not what you say. <laughs> it's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll yeah. be honest, man. Kids are assholes. They yeah, say they what are, they man. they're unfiltered. They'll say whatever they want. And that's why I'm working on it too, man. Yelling is so hard not to do. Oh my it's goodness! Like, dude, you I don't get... sit here and act like you above me, and I'm trying to teach you right from wrong. <laughs> and it's like you ain't God, like bruh. Mm-hmm. I'm the boss. You the baby. You listen to me. It's that simple. Parker, look at me. I boss. I'm I'm the boss. I wish he would. He's like I beat your ass. I said, wait, hold on. He said, I beat your ass. He tries to. I'd be like, throw him right now. <laughs> My daughter be swinging at me too, man. Right. I'd be like, what's wrong he, with you, yo? He, <laughs> he said that one time to me. I said, square up right now. He said, I bring it. He thought Mayweather was he, crazy. He, Shit. he thought he was about to do something. Then I put him in a sleeper hold and then I let him escape. He was like, do it again. I go, whatever, dude. Yeah. But I guess, like, for boys, ass. though, they learn with, like, being more rough in they, a sense. Like, Parker's a dirty fighter. He'll bite you. He'll pinch you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> you don't catch me one day where I'm just like, 
you pitched me way too hard or I didn't expect it. Did you ever play as a kid with your parents? Not like that, no. No? Like, me and my mom had this bond where we would be hitting each other. Like, she would hit me, and I would never know how to not hit back. Like, it's like, I got last hit. Mm-hmm. So I would I would always hit her when she hit me back, but not nothing aggressive or crazy. But she would try to hit me hard, so sometimes i hit her back <laughs> hard. But she'd be like, all right, you're doing too much now. But my daughter, it's like, man, I don't know what it is, but it's so funny because she'll go ahead and hit me. And then she'll try to run. So I hit her and then she'll just come out of from nowhere and just get her revenge back. Like, boom. And then it'll be back and forth. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like, I just see myself. Yeah, yeah. Genetically. Yeah, she picked it up. Yeah, man. It's funny how that Literally works. Literally like a mini you just echoing yeah, what you were doing. I'm like, like. <laughs> she going to walk in age 17, slap you on the head. How oh, you doing, hope Pops? I trip her. I trip her. The version of that with my dad is, what's up, old man? What's up, big man? Mm-hmm. Or I caught him a living fossil on his birthday. I, oh yeah, I walked into my parents' house because oh, I had a, I had to borrow the I had to borrow the car because mine was down. Mm-hmm. I walked in there, I was like, "Mom, you got a living fossil in your living room today." <laughs> she laughed. I was like, "Oh hey, dad, how you doing?" He's like, "Fuck you, really, Jacob. really." Oh, every time I go over there, I crack a thousand jokes, and they're like, "Aren't you gonna go home yet? Like, why are you even here for?" It? I said, because y'all can't grab me no more, and I don't need shit from y'all really right now, so I got to take my punches. No, it, it's important, though, but, like, yeah, like I said last episode, like, communication and information can save a nation, and that's what we try to do for the most part. As entrepreneurs, us doing this podcast, like, you're more comfortable talking, yeah, though. Yeah, At first, you were yeah, kind of like, yeah, yeah I, I was, like, know. all in my feelings. Yeah, like, no. <laughs> and, that's completely, and that's completely normal, because, like, you're doing something outside the norm that's, like, not really comfortable, yeah. but, like, the more you do it, you're like, okay, I can do this. Bro, my life has literally been built, like, at, like just with a purpose. Like, it's like, wake up, work, family, sleep, wake up, work, family, mm-hmm. sleep. Like, oh, team. stop, you putting me on the damn hamster wheel that I'm doing now. Yeah, and it's, it's just built like that. That's exactly what I've seen. I've just been noticing, like, I'm trying to figure out the purpose, but this is constantly what, it, what it's been. Mm-hmm. So, I got a question for you, because you... Mention circle back to our class. You said 2011. Shout out to us. Greatness. We the the Um, greatest. You, how does it feel getting as much support support as you do, just from like classmates? Because I see like different classmates shout you out. Oh, we fuck with you. We shout you out, and just like how does, how does it feel that you know you made an impact on people you went to school with? I mean, that that's more blessed than anything, man. Like I just man, like that was something I didn't even expect. I didn't expect the support behind it. You know, I, just, I thought that, you know, it was just going to be me sharing a lot of it. But, like, to see my classmates being a lot of support and, uh, and like, their parents and their sisters, cousins, brothers, like, it's just been, like, it's just been growing on its own. And it's just been because it's been spread more than anything uh, of, like, word to mouth. So it's like I'm more humble than anything. Like, I know that, you know, it, take, it takes a lot of effort. So um, it, I'm... I'm speechless more than anything for for us for you know you guys. Yeah, cause like anytime somebody has something wrong with their card, I'm like, oh, I got a guy. Yeah, I said we never. I'm like here. Yeah, here. Man, I trust me, my phone. I see it. <laughs> I see, I see it. All I see it, day. man. I just trying to get control of it because it's like you don't expect it. Like, uh, like I can I can get easily 30, 40 calls if, but I can't manage that if I gotta fix the cards at the, you know, at the same time. But I don't think you understand like. Doing what you do, you're you're like a 
necessity in a sense because yeah. like without you people can't go to work people can't travel people yeah. can't enjoy their lives without having yeah. that stability of like I get my car oh man I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen to it today it might shut down on me like but you get bring a reassurance to them once they you get the car you service it you're like you're honest yeah right? I'm, I'm as good as God makes me I, you know I try to be as fair and honest with people because I I I think we all just need that because you just don't want to take your car for, you know, for for this one thing and then you get five other things that happen or you you uh Man. you get you get um you know, you take your car for this and it got six other things because they did something to get you right back. Like Right. I go get an oil change, next thing I know my Cadillac converter fucking up. I'm like, What the right. fuck what are y'all doing to my yeah. And I man, I hate I, the way technology is too, man. Like it's 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 crazy because at the same time, not people are mechanically savvy or they know exactly what goes on with things. So when you're trying to explain it or break it down, it's always like trying to get that communication down. It's because, a foreign language to them. Because you, yeah, exactly. You got to like break it down to where they can understand it. Because if they don't, then it could be a lot of you know negative things. And that's 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 where. I didn't expect this either, like to be like as big as I am with in the automotive because, like, at the same time, like I just—it's overwhelming. Yeah, no, because because yeah. like, just like you, like I'm a commercial truck driver, so like I'm forced to deal with like what I'm driving every day. Like I know how to do my own oil changes, but I'm like. I know somebody that does this and yeah. this is what they do for a living. Let me support him. Yeah. So yeah. I don't have to worry about it as much. Yeah. Like and that and that support is gonna build it to something that's gonna be a benefit the community, you feel me? Because there's gonna be a greater level to Luigi's repair. Luigi's repair is what I built, but it's not mine. It's because it's not my purpose. Like that's something that I'm building that's gonna support maybe me my family like it's gonna be mm -hmm. something that's gonna help people who probably i'm creating a job you know as, your community yeah in the community and if i and if it's like i tell you that vision that i said like if i build that i've created 10 jobs for people you know like mm -hmm. and, and that's what makes you a real man because real men offer something to the world that the world really needs and just seeing you go from the quiet kid in fourth fifth grade to who you are now is just like amazing and you know and that's the blessings that you're like afforded with now. Like when I hear you talk, like you talk about your problems, but a lot of your problems are good problems. You don't have bad bad problems. No, in your I life bet you, you wouldn't trade it. your problems for anybody Hell else's. No, the fact Man, that your listen, problem is if 30. I if I literally could make like seventy thousand dollars turning wrenches, I give all my problems <laughs> to, to them. To, mm -hmm. Because the only in in the sense that I say that is because uh, sometimes it is difficult to get people to understand or to overwhelm it because it, it it's a real level. To having to, to work for yourself, especially mm -hmm. when you're by yourself, when you're alone, like this is, like I I literally built this thing from every day, trying you know struggling to get this thing, uh, not so much going, but to keep myself motivated, to not right. lose the energy, to have that self will, to work like that work ethic needs to be strong. Right. Mm -hmm. Jake, definitely. Do you ever get overwhelmed by a job? Hmm? I get overwhelmed all the time. Because we just said it. Like shit, 30, yeah. 40 phone calls out the blue yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Like all no. the time, but it's it's like it's a it's a it's not that it's a burden either because it's okay to have other people's right. problems, yeah. you know. It's a good overwhelming. That's why yeah, I say you got a good problems. Yeah, yeah. I guess like bad problems. I guess a better way to phrase it is like, like do you ever approach a job where it's like, okay, I know I got to fix this, and then something else happens that you didn't expect, just like. 
Yeah, always, always, always. Okay. especially in Ohio, just because like uh, <laughs> you, could, you could be doing a wheel bearing or you could do brakes and rotors or something. You take something apart that's rusted out and it breaks like that. That just costs you like another hour worth of work trying to get a broken boat out or you either. I try to to uh, to be as cost effective or efficient as possible. Like I'm all I'm trying to be affordable for the people because I, I ain't no sense for me to charge a hundred and. Fifty hundred and eighty dollars for a diagnostic. I think that's absurd. Like that's crazy, especially a, like especially if it's something so simple like a fuse or something. Like right. like I, I put AC if it's missing a little bit and the AC will kick on. Like you know that means twenty dollar hollers or something. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like you know. Uh-huh. It's, Hell yeah, it's a people. good it's a good deed, especially like if I fix the car in less than five ten minutes, it really didn't cost me nothing. I got somebody that's happy too. You, you. Mm-hmm. You a real champion of the people. That's all I gotta say. Appreciate that, man. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that, man. So I can, I'm not gonna ask you like typical five ten year question because of you. You kind of already elaborated that for us. You know, you told us what you want to do. You told us what you're about. My thing is like. No, I can't even go into. I, I can't do legacy, but it's more of a. Do you, do you ever sit back and just like really think about what you've done so far? Yeah. And like cherish that? Yeah. Just think about it. You, you literally built your foundation without having the intention of starting your automotive business until two to three years later. And it wasn't because of like my friends and my peers that kind of been like, you know, why ain't you really turning wrenches? Like you, you've been doing this like for a while now, like with with other employers, like you could be doing this for yourself. And I, it wasn't until that COVID that really gave me that push because I was tight, bro. <laughs> I was right, like, right. Let me figure this out. It was a, it was a good thing that I invested in myself because that's the first thing that we need to do is that's know, the best investment yeah, you can make. You got to invest in yourself and I, like man, I got a lot of money and tools, bro. Like all that is just I, I think assets. I got to figure that out too. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they they make my money, so I keep investing in those. And they make the job faster. If and another question: If somebody came up to you like off the street or something or whatever and was like, "Can can you show me?" What would you have requirements for him to show you to to agree to take on that task? Yeah, well, yeah. First, I'd have to test them because I don't, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. can't just have anybody putting somebody's like right. their hands in a car. And then, last thing I want is to create more problems for the problems that I already have. Right. So right. I, I definitely do need. That's why I said if I'm gonna pay somebody, I want to pay them right because they 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 got to know what they're doing because it doesn't make me no benefit if my person just standing around till I get back from a mobile business because they were stuck on a job right that they couldn't do or you know so it's very important for me to to, to find somebody that's not only work driven and motivated but to know what they're doing because it's easy to get somebody to be like you know I'll be the oil change and brake guy but oil changes and brakes I only make $10 on oil changes that's that's you know, uh, but there I could upsell from oil changes if cars leak and I check the suspension and stuff like that. But um, you know, uh, got where I was gonna go with. But not, no, I get you want you want somebody that's no, gonna know what yeah, to do, know yeah, how to work, and absolutely. not just pick and choose. You want them to be basically a jack of all trades to a certain extent. You gotta have the know how and the work ethic, right? Yeah. That's what I hear. If you want the good pay, right? Because that, I mean, it ain't cheap to hire a mechanic. They all want to make close to a thousand, if not over. 
You see what I'm saying? So not only you you gotta make the overhead for that. Like right. that's a that's another thing. Like mm -hmm. if you expect the eight hundred thousand dollars a week, you gotta be able to push out four thousand dollars worth of work. You know, there's there's a cost to that. Like you can't push out a thousand dollars and expect a thousand dollars a week. There's no benefit nope. in, in in doing that. Mm -hmm. So there's just there's a lot of work that you gotta push out. Do you have a favorite job that you like to do on cars like like, do you like the challenging work or do you like the ones that in and out? Now, I like the challenging work, but the challenging work sometimes bites you in your butt. So okay. you got that's why it's I, I do it a lot. And uh, right now I got more than I would like. But there's not many people that really take on the challenge to try and do these big repairs. Mm -hmm. I've seen like I've gone to a shop, look off to the right, just see a graveyard of vengeance. I'm like, bro, there's like six sections over there. He's like, yeah. Bro, I've, I've done them. I've literally done like three cars just for them to get traded in. They literally wanted running vehicles to trade in. So I've done, I did like three engine swaps already, and they just take them to the dealership and get rid of them. And it's a lot of work, but you know. Yeah. So at that point, you got to charge them like a certain Damn. amount because yeah. that's not easy. And that's a, that's another thing is like we have to structure it correctly to where you're you're going to be able to pay yourself because like I'm going on my second year, but I haven't paid myself just because I don't know how to structurally put yeah, it no. together yet. That doesn't come till year three, maybe four. Yeah, see, and I'm not really worried about it either because I credit cards that's what they're for mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> you, you you're not gonna see a problem in your business i'll just be juggling them babies bro like, <laughs> hey and it's it's doing I'm, it's easy it's easy to do it that way because right now until it's all figured out like all that is molded and structured your prices are correct because like, you want to be able to provide something that's that's it's got all the info on there you know yeah mm -hmm quality service yeah and that that's that's another thing like you know that's why i want to take a course in something because i feel like i can organize it and structure it better and advertise it and market it correctly just so mm -hmm. that i can potentially build it up man mm-hmm oh that's solid man why you keep looking like that right did that yeah. patron hit you no it was just a good ass episode you like, look dazed and confused man. whatever don't talk to me i'm trying not to cuss today oh Good job. Thanks, you man. Went to church uh, last week. No, I ain't been to church since. Who knows? What? I ain't been to church since. I don't even you know. guys take the time out at least one time a week. Oh, I do mental um, health days yeah. all the time. I try to like just because I wake up early. I try to just like lay on the ground and just meditate, just get my mind right for the day. I meditate and pray every day. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm new to this idea for. Uh, not not the uh, like I'm going to church now, but I've been manipulated so much. Mm -hmm from prior, like everything before, like just learning on my own. And now that I'm actually opening the idea of religion, like or whatever it is, whatever you want to You can say it's like it. faith or yeah, whatever, right, like right. your truth yeah. maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know, if you open yourself up to different possibilities, yeah. that allows you to find what frequency exactly. works in your life the best. That's pretty much. Yeah, and that's deep You too, can man. meditate on that, like, man, mm -hmm. what am I doing right now? What am I doing? Whatever I'm doing right now does it make sense? Right. That's why you kind of like, for me myself, like I evaluate every three months. Like, how far did I go in the past three months? Am I still stagnant? That's one of the things I do. I hate being stagnant, but like, yeah, that's one of the things that I, I feel that I'm doing is staying stagnant right now. Like I'm ready for that next, mm -hmm. and I'm stagnant. Like I don't know what it is, and that's where I say that I, I haven't felt the purpose. Like mm -hmm. I know where I'm going right now, but I haven't felt my purpose. Mm -hmm. So. I'm in that stagnant zone right now, and I, I I feel like I'm ready for the next leap, but I I need to learn patience. You know what you do? 
you take vacations to find, you know, a sense of like clarity as yeah. you're out in the world and see like yeah, different I'm parts of it. I'm yeah. hoping to do a lot more of those, man, because it definitely yeah, you use a lot of your energy trying to keep going. <sighs> spent know? every day. A lot of your energy is spent just on complaining or like just on one situation trying to fix somebody else's problems like and that's a that, that's another thing man like when you're working on the cars and it ain't going your way you try not to be like mm-hmm. all negative right like that's the that's the biggest key component to me man i'll be having conversations with god like why me like i'm just trying to get this <laughs> boot off this spark plug like <laughs> like it should have came off it only takes 10 minutes why, why has it been an hour It'd be like that. It's crazy. But you know what? He's giving you exactly what you said. Patience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) That's one of my keys. I'm working on discipline and patience because I feel like uh, I want to do a lot, but I haven't done a lot. Like I'm saying, I'm going to start at the gym, but it's been four months now. So I've been saying that since the New Year's. Like there's there's a lot of like I want to start running. I want to wake up at 5 a.m. I'm not doing that. Just do it. Yeah. Then that's. I just need to. Yeah. That's, it. That's just simply yeah, don't, it. Don't second think it. Just yeah. as soon as you, so the thought comes. Just, if you got time, do it. I mean, I meditated a long time ago. That's what, because, you know, there's a, you know, the inner kid in you, but I've discovered there is also an inner teen in you because you're constantly the adult. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Until you grow into being an elder and then you have the young adult in you. And my inner teen told me this difference between him and me was like, he always did it. Mm-hmm. There was no waiting. Oh, like, yeah. I he to figured go, out a way. Yeah. yeah, like and my thing is like if he woke up, he wanted something done, he was gonna get it done before the sun went down. And I was like, you know what? I can respect that about myself that I don't do now that I need to uh, rekindle. That was that was Young Cliff. Yeah, I got that shit was, done. That happens. And sometimes our bodies are like cars, man. Sometimes older you get, the shit get to breaking down. You like yeah, shit. Man, I need a new one. How your ankles feeling, bro? From playing basketball, or running track, or all that, all that sports. And he's twenty eight. You, you gonna feel I start, it at I start running, oh. and my knees, See? my ankle will give out or something. I'm like, oh snap, what's that? That's why you gotta, <laughs> you just gotta take care of your body more. Just like drink more water, ice yourself down. Like, yeah, yeah, to the extreme. Absolutely. Man. That little that. Massage that's, gun. Yeah, yep. self care, man. That's important, man. So, how, how, like, throughout the week, how many days do you spend on like self care? Man, probably none. To be honest, man, I lack self care a lot. I definitely do. do. And that's just you say again. Yeah, remember the last time you took a shower type shit? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been how long? Couple days. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. That's probably good in there. Yeah, no, I need to do a lot of self-care because, like, you know, that's what I, we're vacationing and stuff. Like, the things you deserve, the fruits of your labor, like, uh, you know, you, you got to take care of yourself. A lot of people just fail to take care of themselves and then they lose themselves. And then it's like, who am I? Like, I've, I've lost a lot of myself through the mm-hmm. journey of today. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, I could have been this person if I would have kept this way. But, you know, through all this, I'm this way now, you know, so... I totally agree because I've learned two things at 29. One, your check engine light. Come on. Your body going to let you know <laughs> what you're getting ready for through your 30s. Fuck, yeah. So your check engine light come on at 29. And going back to what you said about vacation and just like what Ash was you like to amplify it. When I went out to Vegas like with Jamie last year, mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much of myself, like you were saying, like I lost because like mm-hmm. I was acting like a completely different person. I felt like it like from just like – when I was drinking and having fun, getting elevated and having fun, just the new shit I was seeing, no kid around. I was like, man, I feel like reinvented, rejuvenized. You feel like, like Ray a, Ray, young Ray Ray. There you go. Hey, uh-huh. You're taking it all the way back. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> that being said, but yeah, and that's what I felt. Now, that's why I said I want, told you outside I want to go to Oregon next year, yeah. check it out, see what it's the atmosphere is like. Enjoy because, this time. 
Um, I want a vacation and I might want to move out there because one, it's the West Coast, Ohio, I heard. And two, I just want to double down on that. And three, I just, again, I told you, I don't want to die here. Love no, Ohio. Man. I'll come back. I'll still find a way to do the podcast. But if I have to go, I will go because there's a bigger calling for me, like you said. You know, I would like to do, uh, like, maybe do the mobile gig, open one up in Florida or somewhere high. Ooh, like, I was thinking, like, I, just because I don't know what level to take just yet, I'll be honest. So mm -hmm. I've thought about, like, the position of this business and, like, where I could take it. But, like, if I can't handle it, then it's okay to stay where I'm at. Mm -hmm. Because I think I, I got probably 200 new contacts on my phone. Ooh -wee. Yeah, like, I... I'm like saving them as like Maria Corolla, like you know, like, <laughs> you got you, so like yeah. <laughs> but uh, like, I if if I if I keep it small, I can do it for myself and maybe just keep it to where um, it's just something small. But right. I can I can maybe open one up in somewhere hot and bounce back and forth every six months so go. when it's like snowing in ohio i'm in florida working on cars and they come back during the summertime hopefully i get everybody's car right before the you know the winter time come around mm -hmm. but i wouldn't mind jumping back and forth or he's just even expanding it if it got to that level Right, because I mean, and if anything, it would incentivize people to mess with your business because they know for a fact you're, you, the true mechanic, are there only for six months, and then you're making a trip down to Florida where it's warm. You got yeah, other business, yeah. so you would definitely be popping. There's a lot for of cars months. out in Florida too, that's man. Genius. See, like I said, you're a true visionary and yeah, genius, man. Yeah. Listen to you. I talk. can see you starting some shit that's called. I just like, wish, I, you know, if we get a couple investors to back it all up, or some people pushed. You know, like I've never like considered actually like teaming up with anybody, but like it, man. You could buy out anything if you get the right people together mm -hmm. and everybody with the same vision, same goal. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got to be humble, though, because if one's other than the... You know, that ego kicking the play yeah, and it's man, like, I need more than the next that's, person. That's kind of why I kept away from investors is because you get that because everybody kind of... They don't understand that it's going to be hard work first. Yeah. Like, you're not getting paid. Like, you know, this is what it is right now to this is up. But when this is up, we can disperse with you know but mm -hmm. this is something that's reinvested in right now and i think that's probably one of the hardest things when you're uh, either an owner or a leader is delegating because as a leader you know for yourself you know if i want something done i can get it done myself no ifs ands or buts but delegating is the true power of a leader and that's i don't know i guess like you have to have an eye for talent an eye for good people and like you said hopefully it's always the right person but delegation yeah. is always hard they told me i'm gonna be running through employees i'm like yeah you're gonna get you're gonna have the, the good ones and the bad ones you might run through but and it happens yeah i'm just hoping it's somebody that maybe you know that is is driven man like they can see a vision because like you to make good money, you just got to work hard at it. Because I made good money. I put in overtime. I made like a 1000 a week. I think that's good money. That's fair money we're doing, like working on cars for somebody. Hell yeah. <coughs> yeah, so I, I, you know, that, but I put in too much overtime. And I, I, it's not that I wanted more, but I didn't want, I wanted to put in less overtime. Mm -hmm. and, and compensate, you know, the difference. But they didn't want to. So I, a lot of things have pushed me because, you know, there was, there was boundaries being set. I ain't want them boundaries, man. Heard that. So, we're approaching the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. And can I say, you, you were nervous a little bit, but you conquered this shit, bro. You, like, you <laughs> Not towards the end, he's doing most of the talking, and right. we're just like sitting back listening. Man, that's how it goes, man. But, yeah, you gotta break, I used to break it, man. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just wanna tell you again, like, you're doing great, bro. You yeah. know, you got all the support in the world. You got us, you got, I know you got a great family supporting you, like, bro, you got this shit. 
Yeah, yeah. It's been a journey, bro. Do you got any questions for us? Yeah, I mean, I hope all you guys are great. Mm -hmm. And I hope you guys are doing good and that life is prospering for you guys. You know, um, I see you guys, you know, Mm -hmm. frequently. My boy Cliff. Man, <laughs> I haven't seen you in a minute, man. Yeah. It makes you happy, you, though. It's it like, does, it does, man. And that's I get joy out of seeing like that, that the class of 2011 because of that. Because it's a lot of the people that we grew up with. Like it's a lot of us that you know from elementary through middle school through high school. Like it's a community. Like it's it's us. Yeah, it's on, and it's on us to make that change too. I like what you did there. Yeah, yeah. No. It, it's like it doesn't matter how high or how popular or how like next level you go. Like yeah. you got to keep a like a, a sense of like humbleness to you because yeah. like we come back home, say I I'm a billionaire. I come back here, I see you like I haven't seen you since high school. Yeah, like, man. I'm asking you how you doing, how's everything going. Right, right. Don't ask me for money off the rip. Like I'm just no. like, okay, yeah, no. <laughs> just let me hold it down. Yeah, I, I can't help you, brother. No. Mm-mm. Just the way Cliff has always operated is like this. I'm a steady hand. You ain't gonna never see me too high, too low, and even if you do, there's just a little outburst, and I'll be all right. But I'm always working in the shadows, and I'm always elevating. Mm-hmm. I'm always praying and wishing the best for everybody around. Yeah, me. likewise, so man. Likewise. Mm-hmm. So at the end of every episode, we do a mental health check. Mm-hmm. One through ten, how we feeling this week? So, Cliff, you want to start it off? Yeah, and I'm also gonna bring a, a gem because I know we've been missing some for the past couple weeks. Yeah, we y'all have been, actually. Y'all been gemless. Yeah, no Cliff notes for the last like. Right. <laughs> but uh, it's fine. I'm doing. I'm probably at a nine. I'm doing okay. Great. Outside of seeing like you know the bad soccer games today, I mean I I gotta practice. <laughs> but uh, everything's going better. I have no complaints. I've been in this uh, state of mind where. You know, I talked about it at work. Your life is just going to be how you perceive it, and I refuse to let it be bad. No matter what I'm feeling internally or anything going around, I'm always going to de- determine the circumstances, and I choose to be happy. So I'm good. That's facts. It's like good. the first five seconds. Like, if you think negative, that'll, that'll determine your whole day. Mm-hmm. Right. I try not to let that even be a thought in my 10 minutes. That's what's and like. you know what? Sometimes... And I'm human. I have a negative thought, but I'll try to have a combative thought that's so positive it'll make me laugh about that bad thought, and I just keep pushing. That's what's up. What about you, Lou? I think I'm probably, I'm going to say at a, like a good solid seven. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll be in a seven. Are, 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 we, are we doing our, our versus? You want me to go? No, yeah, you go. No, you can go. You can go. Ladies first, man. Go ahead. Whatever. <laughs> fathers first. Yeah, fathers okay, first. Okay, fathers first. There yeah, that's go. better. I'm your, never mind. Okay. <laughs> I'm a solid. I'm a, I'm a seven. You're okay. seven too. Solid seven. Got renewed my pit. Well, I applied for my application to renew for my certification. Mm-hmm. I found out that the waiting week, waiting weeks, <coughs> are extended because they're short staffed too. Damn. So I can keep providing. I just can't bill until mm-hmm. my stuff gets emailed <laughs> to me. I'm like, are you kidding me? Hey, uh, you gonna have a big check waiting on you, man. I know, but still, it's, it's aggravating. You'll be all right till then. Like you said, you got money in the bank, shawty. What you No, think? I'm broke. I'm broke, bitch. Yeah, he told me that, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's why he bring your car, his car so frequently, because he got money in the bank. <laughs> the hell out of here. <laughs> what about you, Ash? Uh, I'm at like a 9.5, man. Oh, shit. Dude, life oh, shit. is good, bro. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm literally, the older I get, the more I find peace. And just what I'm doing, how I talk to people every day, just how I'm distributing my energy. I say you look calm. You look very calm, man. Yeah, most of the time, right? <laughs> you got yes. an aura, calm. It's are a you calm aura. Right now? Yeah, no. So it's so like, I'm like, I don't know. So like, 
I posted something on Facebook the other day, and I'm like, you have to stop feeding people from your soul who only wants to go plates. So like right now we're at a table and we all want to eat evenly. I'm not preparing something for you for you to take it and then go run off. Like we're we're trying to build something like an empire. I only sense. feel that because of all my relatives that take to go plates at the <laughs> right, and it's just, it's almost like the same like metaphoric like thing. Like mm-hmm. that's fair. You guys are only coming. Ever so often, like you're not helping me build this table. Like you're not really here for the unity and everything. You're just here to feed and go. Right. Because if I happen. win, then it's like, oh, we won. Like, no, I won. You know what I mean? But like, I can help you win too. That's the difference. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Philosophical on us. That's just life, man. I mean, older you get, the more you mature. The more you just. Yeah. I know. Like Clifton was saying, like, that's why I'm taking so many trips <laughs> and getting out because I don't want to lose that inner child. That's my biggest fear. It's to lose that inner genius, that inner kid that like wants to just venture out, be curious, and find like the next like thing, you know. Don't let the king and you kill the kid, but you can't let the kid in the house. Mm. Oh shit! Was that was that a gym? Was that the cliff note, oh. or was that just no? A I got one from Leonardo oh, da Vinci, but that's oh. just a cliff note. This is the gym. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> this is gym. Well, we got two. We got two right. for today. Okay, okay, yeah, that was the cliff note of the day. But here's the uh, gem of the day: Learning never exhausts the mind by Leonardo da Vinci. Ooh. That's, that's what we're going with because you got longevity and we got longevity with this. Learning nice. never exhausts. Look at us. you. Look at you. Coming so back with a gem from the Leo. Lou, you want to shout out your business real quick? Yeah, and all its platforms. shout out to my favorite mechanic though. Like, the mechanic. mechanic. Yeah, if you need a mechanic, I got you. I know a guy. So me too. Yeah, coming out of their mouths. <laughs> I, I try, that's one thing that I try not to do is I don't like. Uh, like talk about it, my business a lot. I just don't want to sound egotistical. No, you know? well, it's, no, it's, not, it's like I, I, I rather I rather just let people keep telling, spreading my good work. So I mean, yeah. through them, through them, I've I've been able to keep doing what I I'm doing, and I'm great. I'm more grateful to you guys mm-hmm. because you guys have been helping me through all this. You yeah. guys let me work for myself mm-hmm. because if not, I'd have been working for somebody else. <laughs> working for somebody else, being their, building their dream. Up yeah, and, but absolutely. It's let me form mean. the question in this way: As a potential new customer, what platforms can I find you on? Uh, I'm on Instagram, uh, Luigi underscore Repair. Uh, uh, Luigi's Repair and Mobile Services on Facebook, and I have a YouTube channel, uh, Luigi's uh, Repair and Mobile Services. Uh, it's just full of shorts, same thing that I post on my daily stories, and uh, you can find me down there. Um, book an appointment with me, 440-444-8863. That's the cell phone number. Feel free to text, email, uh, Luigi's Repair at gmail.com. I know I find a way to extract it out of you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> so you it's go. been another episode. Another episode of It's On Us podcast. Yeah. Hope y'all enjoy and bye, mom. Oh. Ciao. Oh yeah. And that is gonna wrap it, guys. The episode is finished. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please be sure to like it, share it with your friends and family, and be sure to follow us on all our social media pages at IOU Podcast Four Four Zero. Again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the continued support. We'll see you soon. Bye.